0: Hello, everybody! It's your old friends, on am Monday Mathis, and welcome to another episode of the That Was Liquid Football Podcast. Woo! It's uh, myself and Neil joining you for this episode yet again. As we, uh, I think we took a bit of a break from football because um, of the interlull And as we know, as part of this channel, we do not talk about football during the Um, mainly because it's international football, and it doesn't actually count. Is that right, Neil? It's shit. It's it's total shit. You're quite right, I'm I'm glad we clarified that But we are back uh, in the swing of things Uh, We were meant to record last week, but I got drunk and I forgot about it So uh, we're back uh, back in the room and we're back talking about the football that has happened and will be happening Because uh, Neil, we are into the sharp end of the season on all fronts From the Premier (laughs) League, Champions League, to the FA Cup, to the Championship, technically speaking as well Although that's more or less settled too Um, Yeah, I'm back yeah, Fulham's back, baby, yeah. Back in the championship for 2023-24. <laughs> that joke that everyone's been making online. I'm hilarious. Um, <laughs> but um, but yes, they are back, actually. Uh, and looks like Bournemouth are going to be back as well, all things considered. So, Scott Parker's Bournemouth, of course, least you forget.
1: Of course, because- Scott Parker's Bournemouth.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, the streets are going to so, yeah, get... You,
1: straight a- mark that. Like, you can't just use it, you know. I, I just did, Neil. <laughs>
0: you can't stop me. No one can stop me. Anyway, so, um, yeah, let's talk about, let's talk football then, Neil Um, how has your football
1: gone over the last couple of weeks? I shouldn't ask <laughs> Well, up until a few days ago, it was fucking shit And yes. even with the result a few days ago, which was unbelievable It's still quite shit mm. Um, yeah, just history kind of repeating itself now Um you know, we went into a string of three very winnable games, very, very easily winnable games, um, and proceeded to fucking dog shit lose all three of them. Yes, you did. That is exactly what you did.
0: Like, almost impressively so, to be honest, because these are those are matches where I would have said, that's the run of games that you need to, to clear.
1: Oh, absolutely. You know? And we said this before. Like, it, it wasn't really games against, like, top three our teams that we were gonna really be depending on, it was games mm. against like fucking Southampton and Brighton, who always fucking beat us when we need the points. Um, and it was just the same before I said the same thing happened a couple of seasons ago when, um, Emery like we finished a point one point off fourth, and it was yeah. like a run of three games where it was like now we didn't know we needed a point, but there was like a run of three games and we lost where like even a draw would have seen us into the Champions League lost all three and I was just going oh for fuck's sake yeah. you know absolutely capitulated to Palace to the Palace there was no resistance whatsoever we were fucking humiliated by them Brighton game was just infuriating mm-hmm. and the fucking 1-0 to St Ampsen I mean Christ almighty like, did the team even fucking show up yeah <laughs> so then <laughs> We go in against Chelsea. And when I was looking, I when I saw that lineup, I actually didn't really I actually started off not watching the game because I saw, odd, the line,
0: at the time. I saw
1: the line. I saw the lineup. I saw the lineup and I went, Oh good fuck no. Mm. Like we were starting Mohamed El Nenny. The last time Elneny started the game was the second of December. <laughs> uh Rob holding is actually no, sorry. Yeah, no, yeah. Last time El Nendi started the game was second of December. The last time uh, Rob Holding uh, started the game was New Year's Day. In mm. um, Ketty up front, who's played a grand total of three hundred twenty minutes against the I mean, current I mean, European,
0: as, as, as I believe as well,
1: hadn't scored a
0: goal in twenty twenty two yet.
1: Yeah. As well, so like, and we're up against against the European champions, who are pretty much fielding a full strength team. don't I mean, know. Yeah. this is bollocks. <laughs> like, this is absolute fun, <laughs> and we went to a back three. Like we went to a back three, mm. and I'm just like, we are going to get absolutely Tonked I'm like, you, we, we, we always reference the Goldbridge link to the the four 0 Yes, is hammered out to them, and at the very beginning of that episode, at the, at the very beginning of his that episode he's just like this is actually one of the worst fucking teams I've ever seen this field at Anfield this is terrible he's like we, we'll this is a, like, this is a fucking white flag of a team mm. that's what I thought as well like uh, and holy fuck like we just absolutely out hustled them outworked them Jacka put in quite possibly the best game I have ever seen him play I was, sitting there, I was looking I was going this is the same fucking jacket?" This can't be the same guy. We've got an imposter. We got fucking Santi Gazzola back in, stretched him out on a traction machine. <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you check his, um, his hamstrings? It could have been Shakiri. long get those players confused. You know? No, no, player. no. You, you're not going to mistake anybody for Shakiri. I was like, hey, measure his calves. If they are <laughs> if they approximately the circumference of the moon, it's Shakiri. Yeah. If not, it ain't him. Um, you
0: know, he's, he's playing in the MLS now. Did yeah. You know? He's at Chicago Fire, which is like the most Shakiri named club I could think of.
1: <laughs> yeah, but he absolutely played a fucking worldie just when we needed to, which in all fairness is probably the most jacket thing ever because 99 times out of 100 he goes into that game and absolutely shits himself. Yeah. Um. But it was fucking mental. Like, I just could not fucking. <laughs> like, like what, what are the comments is like no left back holding an L- nelly on from the kickoff, Eddie and Ketia beating the European champions at home, mm. two plus two equals five, up is down. <laughs> it's just insane. Like it's I- such a very strange
0: game though, because like like and granted, like you guys like took your chances when you got them, but the fact that that Chelsea just were so I don't know vacant is the right word to, word to use. I don't know, but they got like poached twice. For those goals, like the, the first goal was literally just Chris, Christensen getting like pickpocketed by uh, Smith Rowe, I want to say, and the straight ball. Oh, it was in head.
1: Getty It was in Getty It, it well, was it running. Was he was, was yeah, 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 he was running And Then he rolled the ball, and apparently mm-hmm. Tuchel was like, "Oh, the, the pitch doesn't suit us." I was like, "We were at Stamford Bridge. Bridge. You <laughs> fucking <laughs> idiot! What do you mean the pitch doesn't suit you? It's your fucking pitch." <laughs> <laughs> Very strange. <laughs> you fucking! It's your fucking pitch, like what are you talking about the fucking thing doesn't suit you? <laughs> You're okay. fucking games. like I'm like you know how bad they played it is that when Azpilicueta got fucking confronted by a fan after the game Tuchel crazy, actually sir. Tuchel actually sided with the fan I'm just sitting there going, like, don't get me wrong, I'm not a Chelsea fan and I'm not an Azpilicueta fan at all. But like, mm. you can't, you can't have that. You can't be doing that. You just cannot. I don't give a fuck how much you've paid to go watch the match or whatever the fuck you think you're entitled to. You cannot violently confront a player like that. That's not on. So for yeah. your own manager to turn around at a press conference and go, oh yeah, um, I kind of see where that fan is coming from. I was like, what the fuck? Like, to your t- for your team captain If I was asked mm. I'd be like The next training session Prior to that I'd be like Here Thomas Do you mind coming into this room For a second You and I need to have A yeah, fucking conversation we need to have a talk Yeah Yeah we need to have a talk I don't think you fucking don't think you really know What you say When you say it or I do appreciate German managers And their candor But there is a limit sometimes Like yeah, it's, it's, You're just candor yeah. And then there's like I am happy for my players To be violently confronted By fucking jobs <laughs> 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 There's like Yeah Like that You wouldn't even get that Out of Sean Dyche Or fucking Knight Pearson Like fuck well, that Well like, not anymore Sean Dyche is dead he's, he's Yeah he's dead, he's dead He's huh? dead He's gone Yeah,
0: yeah. Well we will get to Bernie as well Because The, the king is sweet. dead Long live the king Long with the fucking dice, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but but it, it's funny you say talk about the Chelsea team because, like, obviously, with the, with that match in particular, and I, I found it very strange was that like I thought credit was probably one of the better players, and I know he was at fault with the penalty, and that's totally fine because like he got completely like mugged off. But I actually look at the the, the, the back line, and I was thinking like, like um, like Malin Sar gets a lot of game time for Kutukul. Uh mainly because of the back three system. Like, he likes having a sweeper in that system. So, if it's not Sarah, it's Chalaba. If it's not Chalaba, it's someone like Asper Le slotting in. Or James, even, depending on. And I just saw Sarah there, and I just thought, like, my God, he is actually well out of his depth here. You know, the thing I've always found about maling Sarah, and maybe it's just me, but, like, I know he was kind of bought as a bit like the fifth centre-back, like, in the same way that we would play, like, Matt Phillips or, uh, or Reese Williams or whatever. But... I think he's always been like uh, protected by the likes of Rudiger and Christensen, who are very good centre backs in their own rights. You know, yeah. Christensen on his day, and Thiago Silva as well, yeah, of course. And um, I think once either two, one or two of them are out of this, the team, you actually kind of see he's well below the standard you want for a Chelsea team. And I think he is just a squad player at best, you know. And well, I mean, the
1: thing is, they're going to be football. they're going to be without Christensen and Rüdiger, Silva yeah. and uh, Rudiger very soon when he. They all ship off the fucking Barcelona. Mm. Um, yeah, very much so. Yeah, and asperqueta as well. Like, I mean, they, they could lose three players to Barcelona, which is kind of scary. To be yeah, honest. that's 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 really weird about Aspeliqueta. Although, supposed to be honest with you, with him, they probably should let him go. Like, he needs to. Mm. He needs to calm his tits down, you know. Um, the the penalty decision for for Saka was just useless. Like, the, yeah. I mean, there was no need. To even let Saka have that amount of contact to go down under. I was going, What are yeah, you doing? Exactly. Like you just stand you off the guy. The and to go
0: down, in a sense. Yeah. Exactly.
1: You stand off the guy, you can get to that ball before he can. He's goal side. Mm. Um, which is by the way, as a defender, is something you should never allow a player to do is get goals. exactly so. yeah. But um
0: yeah, I think it kind of like kind of really positions the way Chelsea are at the moment. Is that like I think, like, on their day, they're a very good team, but, like, their home form has
1: gone really, really poor. Yeah, lost the last, last was... three on yeah. the trot. Like, I mean, granted, one of those teams was Real Madrid, but the other two were Arsenal and was it Brighton. Brighton? Um, I believe it was Brighton, yes. one to yeah. Brighton. I mean, like, those are two teams you should be stuffing at the bridge with that team. Yeah, so I'm like Real Madrid, okay? Then yeah, I'm like we'll say they're a bit of a spent force, but fuck me, nobody told Karim Benzema. Yeah, like I fully agree. Like Sars is a terrible fucking player. He's um, just
2: wrong. He's <laughs> just wrong.
1: Uh, yes, sorry, it's weird. Been, like
2: it's weird. He it, it, it doesn't the Chelsea actually.
1: Fan the <laughs> Chelsea fan has entered the chat. Chelsea
2: fan has entered the chat. Exiting quickly because you will need to go cry. Okay. Sarah's not at the standard that is needed in order to be trusted in that position. Part of what was going on wrong was that Christian was being pulled out of position to mm. cover what Sarah couldn't handle.
1: Mm. It's weird. He just it's doesn't great. seem to. Sarah doesn't really seem to realize what's going on, or he's got that kind of like, yeah. "What's going on here?" Look, and people have to kind of remind him. You know, you're playing a football match, mate.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and we call it
1: of the Maguires." Yes, we could. We'll call it a, a case yeah. of the Aris. Yes.
2: Uh, well, then I, it's it's too harsh to say that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think you can The absolute okay, mauling that namesake Vera, You can only have one. <laughs> Harry Maguire or mauling Sarah. What would you
2: rather?
1: Oh. <laughs> I would go for Sarah as well. I mean, Sarah can at least move. <laughs> I'm
2: sorry, like. I would take Sarah over the crim any day.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Sarah, Sarah can at <laughs> least move. You know, like and he so. appreciates
2: big culture. He, he, he actually has a thought in his head.
1: <laughs> <laughs> have you looked
2: at Harry Maguire? It is blank. I was I was look
1: I was looking at him a lot during the
2: when the goals are going in. He's like,
1: I was looking at him a lot uh, and the the Liverpool game, uh, particularly after the first goal, after four minutes when he was stuck at the halfway line, going, "Oh, hang on, this isn't the box." Mm. Uh, Yeah,
2: eighty
0: million pounds, ladies and gentlemen.
2: He's not worth it. No. No. Um. There was a lot of things wrong with the Chelsea team the other day. Uh, yeah, the goals were also quite weird.
0: There was the, they 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 were weird. They were little pit pockets.
2: They it was yeah. just you, they did they didn't even come off of shots. No, you didn't think, but on both sides for the goals for Chelsea, for some of them, and like
0: Werner's goal was a complete fucking like, fuck? deflection. Yeah,
2: yeah, wasn't expecting it. Mm. Um, Espelicueta's one was, was, good.
0: It was a good. It was a good finish, yeah. But
2: yeah, the, the Arsenal goals were all, almost like, what, what the fuck? What, what just happened? Yeah.
0: Um, but that's what's happened with Chelsea lately. They've been hmm. giving away a lot of cheap goals.
2: It's lapsing concentration yeah. because Silva isn't there to marshal them.
0: Yeah. Because you, you can actually see
2: it once Silva goes in. He's telling them what to do. Hmm. You, you can actually see him telling them exactly where to go, exactly where to be because none of them can read the game. Yeah. And that's the issue. They're all reactive rather than proactive, mm. which is what Silva is. Um and Lukaku just couldn't be erst
0: Lukaku, like, yeah, I think we, we mentioned the our, like in our Christmas special, but like Lukaku will be kind of like seen as the as the death knell of that kind of Chelsea team in a sense where you send yes. I- to replace Timo Werner and Werner is now at the point he's starting to score. Like Havertz. Yeah, have, exactly. Yeah,
2: stepped up more than than Timo Werner did, um, I'm not sure whether or not. it's but I just that, think
1: I just think Werner so shy. Long. Like, no, I don't think this it's a case of stepping up. I think
2: all season, right, all mm. season, I've been like, no, go back to the back to the Bundesliga, Premier League does not suit you. <laughs> uh, to be to be kind. And well, fairness, the Bundesliga
1: doesn't really suit me bad. either. I'm like they're releasing <laughs> songs about how he's a horse on, and it's charting. <laughs>
2: Oh Jesus, I didn't know that. Um, oh my
1: God, I'll have to play. I'll have to play the fucking clip. Hang fuck. I'll, I'll, I'll hunt it down. I'll hunt it down while we talk. Ooh, yeah, when, um, so like, I'll play at the end of the podcast. So, oh man, it's to fucking. Me,
2: it's, has definitely stepped up his game, and I think Werner has stepped up his game by association.
0: Yeah.
2: By better service and better like it's been very poachy or lucky goals that he's gotten. It's it hasn't like, been. Yeah on his own talent
0: no it's like positionally he's been used better because he's playing off side someone else
2: yeah because they because they don't trust him to be up top on his own anymore Well,
0: no there's no point there's no point having him up front he's, because he's,
2: he's a very flat-footed runner for for he's a straight ones. runner he's,
0: he's just like he's a straight line runner but, he's a very yeah. plod yeah
2: there's a very much a plod to him um mm.
0: but but you can use that sometimes like yeah. it depends on which way you use your attack but as you said like you, you can't have someone as speedy as Team Werner and you have someone as so slow as then Lukaku because you have one guy who's always going to be caught out of position either way.
2: Lukaku's only slow when he when he wants to be.
0: Then, that's my point. He
2: has the speed, but he doesn't want to use it, and that's that so frustrating. But that's exactly
0: what I'm saying because like yeah. he's expecting Werner to do all the movements, mm-hmm. and then when or, or all the Havert's, or Havertz or, or mount. mount,
2: yeah, or or or.
0: Yeah, and and that means that he's in the current position. He wants the ball to feed, he wants to turn, and do all this sort of stuff. Yeah. He wants the ball to basically just like magic in front of him. He, 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 he can... wants a
2: guilt edge invitation. Yeah.
0: Which is which is just not gonna happen. No. Which no. is a, which is the least then when you have a when you have a more workman team, if you have a front three of like the, we're gonna talk about the FA Cup soon, like the finals the 14th of May, I think it is. Mm-hmm. So it is. you got the month, you know, we got a month to kind of get ready for it. So much of the like the, the cap the the league cup final was a bit of a bit annoying because we played a bit of a mix of the team that got us to the final and then some of our quality players yeah we also gave nods to the likes of diaz and so forth they had great mm-hmm. games to, to his credit, and he's been having great games since he's been
2: a great boy yeah he's life. been
0: so good he's been so good But well, the thing i was gonna say about our chelsea was that's a full strength chelsea you know that it that wasn't. played um but it kept in goal wasn't it no no They're no many
2: goal. oh he
0: came on for the for the penalty shootout that's yeah. right so I'm trying to remember now, there was a, there was a, it wasn't a full strength Chelsea team. Yes, because Lukaku was playing up front, wasn't he? Yeah, so that's, that explains it. But, but the point I was going to say to that was that with the FA Cup final, like if you have any chance of taking down this Liverpool team, which you do because it's a very good team on its own, but tactically has to be the right team. You have to pick the right players. If you start off with someone like Lukaku up front, you've got no chance because... Van Dijk will sit Actually no fuck it Van Dijk won't even bother with him Fuck it left him for Canate to sit on mm-hmm. And Canate As you've learned From a lot of matches Is very good at sitting on someone
2: Yeah He you has know. the strength for it
0: Yeah he does Now that being said though If you want to play Liverpool the wrong game You have to go with Havers Falls 9 Werner Flank Mount Flank Or hudson Dye Flank Even Injured Oh he's injured Um, Who am I else have been thinking of then Pulisic, that's the one. Pulisic has a great game against Liverpool all the time because he plays on the shoulder. Yes. So you have to beat us at the wrong game. The trouble is that, is that team kind of like cohesive enough now to do that? Or is it too much chop and change?
2: Kovacic in the centre rather than Jorginho. Kovacic yes. moves the ball quicker and better. Mm. Jorginho slows the game.
1: Yeah. Can't do it with Timo Werner because he's a son, which means bastard or son of a bitch. And I've got it here. Hold on for a second. Let's see if we can get this one <laughs> Hang on, okay. I'm moving okay. the I'm moving the mic close to my speakers.
2: In your <laughs> face <laughs> to be able to, to say this.
1: Can you hear that? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's literally
2: just saying Timo Verner is a son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Timo Werner is He's a, a son man.
0: of a bitch.
1: Yeah, yeah. It trans, it, it translates roughly as the bastard or son of a bitch. But yeah, that's bizarre. That charted best? that like charted. <laughs> you know? to
0: be fair, was it not like UK number one at one time? Was Boris Johnson is a massive fucking cunt, <laughs> which I think is hilarious. So that's true. It is true. Yeah, I don't. We don't know if Timo Werner is a bastard. More in the story as we get it, but, but I mean that's, that's
2: kind of insulting to his mother. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, at least they could have been like Timo Werner as a shift player. Yeah, you know that's definitely true. That's
0: definitely yeah. If, if that's what they're saying about Timo Werner, I'd love to see what their what their song is on Harry Maguire. <laughs> I imagine it, there's it, several verses to
1: that one. It, Harry Maguire's song is just one slow yeah. note drone. <laughs> ding 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 ding
0: ding 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 This is the lyrics of how much I hate your Greek culture.
2: I'm going back to my cake now. Before I said,
0: you work away. You eat your you eat your feelings, okay so, then. Um so yes, that's that's the Chelsea talk. So, in terms of the, I suppose we'll we'll actually continue on with the with the Arsenal talk. Then the top four race is fascinating. And um, I think I, <laughs> I think we're
1: done. I think we're done. Who do you think you're done? I think those three losses did it for us. Even mm. if if even one of them was a draw, maybe, but we've totally blown it. I think. I think it'll come down to the North London Derby, much like they always hoped it would, mm-hmm. and uh, I think Spurs will win it.
0: Interesting. And is it because of the? Is it because obviously there's a bit of our form in Spurs, but is it more because of Arsenal that's the issue, or is it because Spurs have got good? What What do you think? Is it is a one of the other six doesn't? What, what yeah, do think? I think
1: it's like a little from column A, a little from kind of column B. So, um. I just I just don't know. Like, also they have a better run in than us, so mm. might not actually even. Like, ideally they would not want it coming down to the North London Derby either. i mean, like, if you're being, yeah. if any Spurs fan is being honest, they really don't want to run that risk. Mm. But it's much easier for them to make it not matter because they right now they have the far easier run in. Oh, granted, they've got Liverpool. Yeah. Um. I think they've Liverpool next, don't they? Or no, they don't. Not next. No, we we they have those we. About a few weeks up against Brentford next. So Brent, yeah. We have Man United tomorrow. Um mm. as of this recording. Um fuck knows how that's gonna go. I mean, to be honest with you, I thought we were gonna absolutely pace the bastards the last time because they were garbage and we lost three two. Um yeah. they're even even worse shape now. Um mm. uh their new their current interim Temporary manager, now director of the, month, of, the month. of the month hasn't even met the replacement. Um,
0: they were on a WhatsApp once.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're on a WhatsApp group. You know, <laughs> they met at a conference a couple of years ago. You no, know, he decided to field easily the shittest team anyone's ever seen against probably one of the best teams in Europe. Yeah, and they were absolutely dicked. Uh rightfully so. So fuck like, no. So I'm like, to be honest with you, I what I think is gonna happen, what I think is because he rested by for some hmm. reason. <laughs> he played a back three of Lindelof Jones and uh Slabhead. Yeah. So I think Slabhead's gonna go to the bench. I think it's already been reported that he's gonna start the game on the bench. Yeah, um yeah. apparently, like his form's dipped so badly, like he might be given compassionate leave, but he's been <laughs> telling <laughs> He has been telling the team that he wants he wants to travel with the squad. If he got a bomb threat called to his house and all, like yeah. it's fucking, like it's getting the vitriol is getting crazy. Like
0: it it's seriously at the point of it, it's almost getting out of control for United fans because like it wasn't it was not just last year with the with the Super League that he's caused the Liverpool match to be stopped because of just fan outrage. Yeah, you know, I like, can understand it. Like there's vitriol, and there's vitriol, but in a in a week where like, you know, one of your own players is, is having a horrible time to then add more misery on top of that team is... is, is yeah, like
1: I'd love, to, I'd love to know the rationale it was like, oh yeah, we'll call on a bomb threat. This will get him playing well. Uh, no, yeah, that's
0: be. exactly it. It's like, no,
1: oh, that'll teach him. Teach him yeah. what?
0: <laughs> you just so, make him feel even worse. Like,
1: So, yeah, so I, I think Slabhead will go to the bench. he will play alongside, I think maybe
2: Varane.
1: Mm. Um, so they'll actually have a decent enough defence they'll you know. hopefully they persist with Dalo and Wambasaka as, as the fullbacks because they're yes. incredibly defensive and won't push up, meaning that we can just attack at will. Um, good thing for us is that if Tamiyasu comes through this next training session, well, he'll be in the team. Um, and if we have Tamiyasu, holy shit, that's Tamiyasu with yes. Saka in front of him, that's basically the entire right flank ours. Thank you very much. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like it's.
2: I do. It's Ronaldo... it said it
0: very intriguingly because I don't think like it's guaranteed that Spurs are going to be Brentford. Like Brentford are in a good run of form that Ericsson has made that team start to take.
1: And holy shit, he has been brilliant at that team. Like, I, you know? like, don't get me wrong. I'm like I always thought he was a mercurial wizard, and I hated him because he was a fucking always a wizard for those bastards. But. <laughs> And I did think he would Play well at a team At like Brentford Like he was going to mm-hmm. Play well there
2: he, he I, think like,
1: uh, I just thought I just thought like him Serving balls up to Tony Who's just Basically going to Bulldoze any Motherfucker out of the way yeah. Desperate for it Alongside there And Wayne, Who I think is brilliant Or Mbueno. Yeah. Mbueno. Mbueno, Very underrated In terms of uh, <laughs> oh, it's Very underrated and To be honest with you I think Brentford are very happy For him to be underrated Because yes. that means Nobody's coming in for him Because they really want that I, I reckon I know they're all going to be looking live in Tony because he's been going more to goals. But I'm where yeah. he had. And he's also that kind of flashy showman forward. Like, he is a classic yeah. forward. Like he's a proper forward. Yes. You know, he, he's no nonsense. He just likes to kick the fuck out of people and try and score goals. Like, fair play. Like, uh, he's got 12 already in the league this season. Well, already mm. we're in the, the. we're down to the home straight. So he's got 12 this season. Like, that's great. You know, yeah. that's really yeah. great from a player from a player who's come from the championship. The net, the hit double figures in your debut season at the Premier League—that's great. You know, mm. I'm like, all eyes will be on Mitrovic um, when Fulham come up next season. I'm like, he's not scoring forty goals no, <laughs> in the Premier
0: League. We've had this problem with him before. In
1: the sense <laughs> he, was, he, had like, he had had this bro- year in Championship, such you like know, league. <clears throat> Premier League. There's
2: a hype Yeah, Yeah, there's a
1: high chance he might hit. He'll only hit single digits next season. like you know, very possible. Yeah. So,
0: um, (sighs) yeah. Well, that was was the question. I don't think to kind of add to your to your ennui, if you will, about the uh, the top four race. I don't think it's that. It's I don't think it's not over. Um, like in in a sense, like you like beating Chelsea, I think is slightly upset the apple cart because Spurs also have the. Sorry, Chelsea fan in the background, um, agonising. Um, but uh, it's okay, it's not the FA Cup. Fair enough. Um, but the thing is that like you, you have a race still on, because I don't think Spurs are impervious to, to winning anywhere. Like, I mean, the game against Brighton, I think, proves that. But they still have a bit a problem when it comes to putting games away. They can have all the dominance in the world, but when they go up against a team that's tactically well set out, I still think they have trouble. You know, if they go if they go up against eight basket cases from here until the end of the season, then you know, happy days sort with of. them But see, I don't the, think
1: that's it's... the problem with them. like you know, they are putting away the games that they should be putting away. I'm mean, like everybody struggles against another team that's tactically well set out. Yeah, yeah. But the problem is, is that when they're coming up against teams that they should be beating, they're beating them. Like for instance, they're stuffing, man. U um, <clears throat> we're not. <laughs> you know. I um, well, we don't know. I mean, the early kickoff is still tomorrow,
0: so you never know. You might even deem <laughs> yourself for the first for the return tight.
1: I don't you know? know. Like, it's like I, don't, I don't know. Honestly, I really, I'd really i love to turn around and say, like, yeah, that 4-2 beating of Chelsea is going to really serve us well into Man U. Mm. They're coming off an absolutely dreadful run of form. Their players are absolute garbage. The morale has never been lower. I'm just like, oh, no. That's like set up. That's pure. Oh, we need a lifeline. Who will we play yeah. next? Arsenal. Ha! Ah, the Kiss of Life team. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, 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 honestly, I, 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 honestly yeah. I would not be surprised if we lost. I really wouldn't. I really obviously I hope we don't. Um
0: yeah, in a way, like I think it, that's a kind of a match where like both teams could theoretically lose, but also it's a it's a match where like if if one of them shows up, if either team shows up, it's a it's a drumming. But um but, like, to be told, like, again, form guide and, and Curse of the Commentator aside, I can't see this Man United team get any better. Like, they are reaching a new
1: low every single time I watch them. Oh, and... no, they're not. I'm like, they're not getting any better. But the problem is, it's that, like, you know, there's a high chance we'll just not show up. Like
0: Potentially, yeah. But but that being said, like, we might, we might as well stick to the, I suppose we get to the main course of this podcast, Neil, because... We said before we were going to have a, a hand of cod this week, but uh, we both mutually agreed as Manchester United in every shape and form. So um, let's fucking tuck in, shall we? Um, if we start off, let's say, with the with the Liverpool match and go from there, um, it's, it's the biggest victory, it's the biggest aggregate victory we've had since the league started, the football league started, right? Between Liverpool and Manchester United. In fact, the only time we've had a drumming this big is when they were, Manny and were called Newton Heath. That's how old that's gone back to, right? So to actually see United fall so far compared to, to Liverpool is, is absolutely astounding. And the remarkable thing is, the more I try and try and compute it and like think about how this could have happened, it is solely down to the organization of the club from top down to bottom. Because you have a Liverpool team that is run superbly well. Compared to um, what you see elsewhere in the in the leagues. Like you have basket cases like Spurs or even Arsenal for a spell and Man United. And if ever if, if anyone ever wants to say, you know, happenstance, uh, like these are poorly run clubs, look at Liverpool and Manchester City and how everything is polished to a mirror sheen. That is now how you want to run a football club. Well, Liverpool are doing it without the, the state backing of Manchester City, so they're playing smart. They're using their money wisely. They're selling on players that need to be sold on, and they're like polishing up players to be sold on for stupid money. Now we mentioned before how much how much frust- frustrating it is for a club for the clubs to look at us selling on the likes of Dom Solanke and Ream Brewster to twenty million to 20, to 20 million pounds each. They're championship level strikers that we're selling on for twenty million. You know, and, and you compare that to Manchester United who continue to just keep spending and spending and spending. And getting nowhere fast because that's what they think is, is necessary to do. They've spent that, an
1: impressive amount of money to get worse, I will admit.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's kind of the Everton principle, but on a much grander scale. With Everton, you can just bring it down to just general incompetency. But with Man United, it's just a distinct lack of focus around football itself. I think someone, I think it was actually Jurgen Klopp, who described it um, when he was having his talk with Ed, with Ed Woodward. Edward described Manchester United as Disneyland. You know, and he thought that was a, a positive in the sense where it's this great attraction and all so forth. Jurgen Klopp is a football coach. He's not there on fucking holiday. You know what I mean? Like He's there to manage a football team. Half not expecting
1: to- Edward to come into those meetings dressed as goofy or something like that. <laughs> but if he was fucking goofy, that's the problem. You know, fucking laugh and all.
0: But, but that's the difference in the mentality is that Man, Man United as a business entity is there to make money, but it's not there to be a football club. So in a way, like whatever success they have on the pitch is completely secondary to what they do here. So they will continue to sign high-profile names. They'll sell the shirts. They'll get them sponsors, and that's it. But that doesn't last. That is a short. That is you using the brand to your advantage. and That's it. This is a strategy that Newcastle did for themselves and got relegated as a result. Now, I'm never saying I'm not going to say Man United are ever going to get relegated, but when you have a team so poorly put together solely because you know who they are. You've got the names. You've got the Cavani. You've got Pogba. You've got Ronaldo. Not None of them click. Like, they're not a team. And you then over-inflate the value of your own players by spending 80 million on Harry Maguire or 50 million on Fred or 40 on Van der Beek. And, and Van der Beek is out on loan in Everton. He could get relegated with Everton instead the season instead of playing for Never you. Never played a minute. Never played a minute for them. Yeah, exactly. The the same way that like you the uh, the the expectations put on the likes of Sancho, um, to come in and be a great player, and it it never really materialised. To be quite honest with you, he, he shows flashes as often a lot of them do, but it doesn't happen. And even going further back than that, you have Martial, who famously has the Ballon d'Or clause, and whoever made that public. I sincerely hope is not on the pay payroll. It's exactly, <laughs> uh, such a stupid fucking thing to say, you know, but it, that it, it's been a cycle that's been happening for years and it's all culminating right now where you realize that you can't just hire a better manager to fix things. It does. That's not how it works. You can't just replace David Moyes with Louis Van Hal, who had a good World Cup and expected to work. You can't replace him then with Jose Mourinho and think everything's gonna be fine. You can't replace Jose Mourinho, who apparently alienated all the players with someone everyone likes, and not a gun and soul share. Okay. They got second one season in a well, actually they didn't get second, they get third in a season. No. They got oh, second. He got, got second, yeah. Second last season in a year where Chelsea shit the bed and Liverpool shit the bed, they got second essentially by default. And then overinflated their expectations. Hey, the uh, two sweetest would...
1: words in the English language. Yes, thank you very much. Overinflated.
0: And uh, <laughs> and then when it came to it, then uh, when you need to get, make the next step up, bot, 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 and bot. When you, what you, all you've done is you've brought in the wrong personalities for the wrong club and completely undermined the manager. And not only the manager, but the coaching staff, the, the directors. Like, I can't believe... Okay, I can't even entertain the thought that Darren Fletcher has any level of authority in Manchester United. Neither can I for Michael Carrick or even for Ole Gunnar Soldier at the time. Like, I, I think Ragnick barely has authority in a sense where the players don't respect him,
1: but somebody on board no, but level. It, it's set up. It, it was set up for him to have no authority. You know, hmm. it was impossible for him. It, it, it's different from like Solskjaer. Um, or Mourinho or the rest of the managers where <clears throat> they had authority at the beginning and then they fucked it. Yeah, Like, but Ragn- Ragnik was never going to have any. He was an interim manager. He was gone in a year, no matter what happened. Like, mm. even if they fucking, they could have done the quadruple. He'd still have left, you know, to go to the board level. And um, yeah, they've just got a guy who's replaced was like, why am I listening to this motherfucker? Like, why? Why should I try and? Why should I put myself out for this guy? Like, he is mm. literally. No matter what I do, he is going to be gone. And um, no man, they're just they're terrible. I mean, it's the worst. They got some of the worst teams. It's, it's, it's what, the worst United team since the eighties. Mm. Um, and it's just it's terrible. Like they're really, really terrible. Park is probably going to be out now for the rest of the season. He's done. He's never he going to kick yeah. a football for them again. I'm like a hope for United's sake, like that. The, the rumors that he's been offered a contract extension are fucking massively untrue because my god, what are you thinking? Fucking extending his contract like, that's literally the dumbest thing ever. There's no way you could justify that. Um, but it, it's just, it goes back to the same central
0: argument, they're not. Keeping Paul Pogba as a footballer, keeping him because he's a name, and people want to have a Pogba six shirt. Is he, is he even a name time.
1: anymore now? Like, I'm like he spent an entire season and a bit just Ooh. fucking doing nothing, quite literally nothing. He's done fuck all. No, I, I, I was his, I'm him. like he's not. Like, I'm like his greatest achievements aren't even in a United shirt; they're in a fucking France shirt. Yeah, you know he's not done anything for United. He's never won anything at United. Well, he's, League. Europa-y- he's never done anything. Ma- he's never done anything major. United. Like he's not been the world beater that he always promised everybody that he would be. He's definitely not the world beater they're nearly hundred million quid for. Mm, and it's just, oh, it's just awful. Like I just, I can't. <laughs> it's terrible. Like you know, and also he's not the biggest shirt seller there. That's Ronaldo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's,
0: that's, this is my point. They keep undermining themselves on an almost yearly basis. It's like, what are you doing? Well. like you said, it it came to a head with the the Anfield game because it's been a very long time where I actually came into a match against United so reassured that we're going to win. But not only win, but actually properly trounced them. And then when the team, like, um, the team sheet comes out, I'm going to get the team sheet out because this, like, as you said, it's it's one of the worst teams you've probably ever seen. Um, But the more you look at it, the worse it looks, to be perfectly honest. And um, I'll try and get it to my memory if I can't get it here. So this is the United team that they brought out to to challenge Manchester uh, Liverpool, right? Now Liverpool have been married to their formation for the last while. Their their midfield is fairly rigid, especially if Thiago is fit. He's starting along with Fabinho and, and Henderson. It's perhaps the best midfield in the league at the moment, bar maybe perhaps Manchester City when they're all all cylinders blazing and it's like six midfielders instead of three strikers. And Again, a very tactical choice was bringing Diaz in and playing Mane Central. I'll get back to Mane Central shortly. But look at this United team. You have the hand goal, of course. You have a back five of Dalo and Wambasaka, Lindelof, Maguire, and Phil Jones. Okay, so even a back five, which you haven't done all season on the Rangley. I think they played back five once uh, all season. And I think that was against Manchester City. I could be wrong. Also, I think he, he, he
1: doesn't play
0: back five very often. So no, he plays a diamond, he plays a diamond 442, or, or an advanced 442, which depending on which way you look at it. So then with that, you have you have a back five, but then look at the two midfielders, Pogba and Matic. They're holding, they're not attacking midfielders, they're holding. So Matic is a DM. Pogba at best is a six come number eight. So you have essentially six to six and a half defensive players up against Liverpool. And then up front, then you've got like Alanga, Fernandez, and Rashford. That's so like helter skelter. It's it's
1: actually well, beggars belief. The problem is, but like like you can utilize helter helter skelter quite well. Teams have done that before. But the yeah. problem with playing a back five, and Mark Albright pointed this out perfectly. So I'm just going to parrot him. Um, is that like Liverpool don't play with a front like front four or anything? They play with a front three. Or, yeah. So you're playing. A back you're playing three centre backs against basically a false nine, mm. which isn't gonna work because well, it only works if you've got wing backs who press up. Yeah. You really stretch the play, you really get that width. The problem is mm. you've got Dallow and Wambasaka, the most defensive fullbacks that i have ever been. Wan is famous for being how defensive a fullback he is. Yes, um, but the fact that's coming from being out of position so much, he has to yeah. come <laughs> he's just sitting there going like holy fuck, like that's that's never gonna work, you know. And they were Posted time and time again. And all right, then fine. If your fullbacks aren't going to push up, have your centre-backs. Like you've got marauding, adventurous centre-backs. You don't have that. Maguire likes to get forward, but he's crap at it. Yeah. You know, I'm like the first goal in particular, four minutes in, four mm. minutes. That's not even a minute for every defender they had. <laughs> and he, like you're shipping a goal in four minutes and where is fucking Maguire? He's actually at the halfway line turning around and who's the player slotting in? The player he's meant to be fucking marking and you're just going like when you got Bailly on the bench I was like if you guys are going to push up great make sure they've got the pace to run back but he does have that now I I don't ascribe to the notion that if Bailly was playing that goal doesn't get scored um yeah because I'm i, 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 I mean, like when you look at the defensive formation I think Jesus Christ who, how fast do you think Eric Boyd he is yeah but I do believe that they've got maybe a chance of averting it but fuck me man like they were just terrible they just got toasted time and time and time again it was awful it was so bad and when Pogba went off after nine minutes man you know like and they put on mattage after him they put on mattage in this place didn't they yeah, uh,
0: well, Matthew was we starting when Papa went off, it was Lingard. So Lingard, Lingard. played the, the pocket, but it's same. the same thing where like that that you, you don't when you when you line up the two teams when they play a, play a back five and then a back holding back two, you match that to what Liverpool are doing. They have three three forwards now. Like I said, the idea was, I think the idea in theory, which is what something they've been doing for years against us, is the low block. They play. They pull the full backs up high. That pins back our either like wing backs or our wingers, whichever basically cover. The thing with that is Shaw is very good at the low block. That is one of his strengths is, is being a low block. But th- typically the way that works is having the kind of cover behind him. Juan can do what low block very well as well because as I said, his interceptions is perhaps his best part of the game. But here comes the butt. When you have two centre-backs and you have a holding, that makes you an impromptu back three. You don't start with an impromptu back three and then push up because all that does is that pin, that that narrows our front three. And when you narrow our front three, it makes them play better because the interchange is there. And then when you have a, a shield of midfield two playing essentially in front of our midfield three, you have Thiago going, oh, I'm completely unmarked. Don't mind if I do. If I hit ninety-eight percent of my fucking passes tonight, Bing. And, bing, and then bing, also bing.
1: because you've narrowed it so much, because you've narrowed your team so much, that yep. means that if the other team happens to have a pair of probably the best marauding, marauding fullbacks, attacking fullbacks, fullbacks, yeah, that does help. Yes, they're gonna like they're gonna go. That's the fuck. Like, and that, yeah. that was just it. I'm mean, like, you take the third goal as well. i mean, like, the third goal was just basically Robinson actually got going, probably passing the ball out of. Loneliness mm. To another player Because <laughs> <laughs> <Like, laughs> he posted the ball off um, Of Fred I think it was Yeah And he's just And he runs And he's just like I am like Nowhere near I'm like He was closer to the Hay at One point than any other Fucking black And he just He slings the ball in And he's just totally unopposed He's just like yeah. This is fucking This is training ground shit mm. And it's, it's awful It really really is You know Yeah and the team and had just had no true. structure. Like it was, br- it was just unbelievable.
0: Agreed, mm. like, truly really is. Their team, as good on paper as in sorry, as good as as big as Manchester United, can be such an amateur level team. Like I know, like okay, we beat them five 0 at Old Trafford when Oli was in charge, and that was seen as like Jesus fucking Christ, that's bad. I honestly think that this was actually worse because we turned up at halftime, we were two. and then the two goals we scored in the second half were just too easy. Like yeah, we
1: that's were, a, No, I, I agree with you. This is worse because the 5 0 drubbing, you were kind of, you know, it was f- full tilt, red hot power, full maximum Liverpool all the time. The kids were hmm. really going for it like you're fucking sweating bullets. Hmm. I thought I would watch this game. He's went out of third gear. In fact, if anything, in no. the second half, he's went down. We went the, down, he, he, we, we, we controlled the game. It's just went, oh, here, this, like, these guys have nothing. Like, we're not yeah. like, we're not doing anything here. Like, fuck that. They're not going like, to do, all, do There was a period
0: where, um, where, like, you know, he got back into it when Sancho came on. And he was, really, to his credit, he gave it a go. And, but it was the same thing where, like, there was never actually any tangible threat. And when there was a case where, oh, there's a break on, they're at odds and ends together. And like I said, three passes cut through their entire midfield. Now, or mid-defense. The second goal of the match Which is the first Salah goal Like my goodness that, That's like That's 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 the upper tier Level of football You would expect Of Man United Like you know When like, you see The kind of The FIFA Ultimate team Type of players That you have mm. You have like oh, I've got a midfield Of Pogba uh, Bruno and, and Lingard They're going to be Amazing together And then you realise That they're all Massive egotists And they can't play With each other And they don't know How to work Likewise when you have Like a front of oh, I've got Sancho uh, Ronaldo and Cavani They're going to be Brilliant together they all fucking hate each other. They can't pass the ball for shit. They all are strikers. They want to hit the ball. Then you compare that to the Liverpool, where everyone compliments each other in that system. Like Matip got the ball in. He plays the ball down to to Tiago, to, to I think it was initially. Then Tiago or the Diaz. Sorry, it was Diaz, then to Manny, Manny lifted over the top to Salah. Everyone's in together. They all know what they're doing. It's all one fluid movement. That's the that's elite tier football. That stuff that, like, if Barcelona were doing it or Real Madrid were doing it, go top. that's Barcelona for you. That's 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 Real Madrid, that's Galactical shit. That is, you know. I'm not saying people are not throwing fucking rolls at Liverpool's side here. I'm just saying that is the comparison, that's the difference between the two clubs right now. So Liverpool can pull off this shit as casual as you like. That could have been any scoreline on Wednesday, whereas or Tuesday, rather, and with Man United like, the best, the only thing like, Jenny saw, you know, his fans celebrating was their youngster Hannibal putting a tackle in. Lads, <laughs> lads he's a fallen so fucking far down. Like, I remember, like, if that's the case then, here's a point of comparison, when Jay Spearing fucking put a tackle in, in the Manchester Derby, that, that was us going, yeah, go Jay Spearing, where's he now? Try me your fucking Rovers, that's where he is. <laughs> that's the level of what you're celebrating. Like, honestly, a, a, a boy puts a tackle in that's good. You know what? They're back, lads. They're fucking back.
1: <laughs> One tackle, and they're back, you know. Pop some fucking bubbles. Pop some bloody bubbles. Well, <laughs> I, I I don't know if it was a I don't
0: know if it was a case of damage limitation or not, but I found it very uh, funny how the timing of the uh, ten hag replacement was announcement was when got trans 4-0 next day or two, they announced ten hag as the manager. I'm thinking to myself, did you really do that because everyone's going, everyone hates the club, let's cheer them all up? It's, <laughs> like, it's like when you've done something really bad and you went like, here's some apology cake.
1: <laughs> look at the shiny, 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 shiny.
0: Oh, you like managers, don't you? You like announcements? I got an announcement right here. Look, you yeah. manager. Oof.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. it's just terrible. But the thing is, like, you look at that team and you're thinking, I know Ten Hag's quite good, but like, you know what's he going to mm. do with that team you know
2: mm.
1: Ronaldo's 37 um, and if they're going to build it if he's going to build his new team Ronaldo cannot absolutely be a part absolutely cannot be a part of it mm. Um, but they can't get rid of him because he's on 490 grand a week Um, <laughs> you know so you can't even loan him out um, no. I don't know maybe Paris Saint-Germain if, when Mbappe fucks off to Real if- Maybe, 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 maybe. Um, What else? What else can he do? What can he What can he do with that midfield? With midfield shite? What I can he do well, with that defence? The defence is shit. Varane, yeah. Varane needs to be told what to do. He's very good when he's told what to do, but there's nobody there to tell him what to do.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, There's no Sergio Ramos going, see him, smash him, cool. And then yeah. Varane goes and does it perfectly, better than anybody else. That's why they bought him. (laughs) But then I realised that like, nah, you kind of should have got the other guy. You know, you should should, should have got the other guy because Ramos would be there going, Harry, just shut the fuck up. Don't think, do what I tell you to. (laughs) Do what I tell you to (laughs) and and we'll get through this. And I wouldn't, to be honest with you, I think Maguire would be good because that's the reason why they paid so much money for him. Because he was such a great defender at Leicester. What they didn't realise was that he was such a great defender at Leicester. Why? Because he had Wes Morgan telling him what to do all the time. Morgan was like, Harry, see that guy? (laughs) Smash him. Okay. (laughs) And he'd smash him and he'd do it really well. The thing is, is that, well, like, United then signed him, left him to his own devices, which was bad enough, and then made him team captain, which is even fucking worse. Uh, I'm like, what? Like in retrospect,
0: it seems like the worst decision to ever make. It really, really does. It really does, yeah. It also just goes to show you that, for one, I believe really that was a salt share decision at the time. Like, it shows you that there was actually no leadership in the squad at all at that point, to the extent where Harry Maguire seems like the best call. But then also, you also undermined the team dynamics by bringing in such massive egos in Ronaldo
1: and Varane, to the extent where. A Bruno Fernandez like, as well, know, in particular, like, Fernandez like, was key to their. <laughs> their lost to Everton Of all people mm. Like did our dire won the loss He was just simply Charging around the pitch Like a fucking headless chicken Trying to win the game On his own And nobody stopped him Nobody went You know if you Run out of position They run into those spaces That you leave behind Like mm. You're only in the midfield Two Like the other guy Can't cover that Because he's got a guy He's marking do, do I have to explain Football tactics to you Fernandez Come on What the fuck and it was just so ridiculous. It was oh, yeah. I was looking at it going, What the fuck is going on here? Mm. Uh, they just they got him because they wanted the, the originator of Geigen pressing. Like they've gotten literally nothing of the sort. Well, it's yeah. terrible, like because the team's so lethargic. And if he can't if he can't even get them to run at the opposition when they have the ball, yeah, like what the fuck is Ten Hag gonna do? Well,
0: this this, this is what I can't understand. Like I like, like Ragnick is, 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 is an interim manager, I get that In the same way that like Chelsea always seem to get Gus Hiddink in for this job Because, you know, Gus Hiddink is, is the same pair of hands And whoever they're going to get in Will play to a similar extent to Hiddink So it's, it's almost like the case of Well, we, he'll mind the shop for a while And we'll, he, he knows that he's going to be replaced Whereas Radnick, I think, enjoys And maybe it's me just being a bit of a tinfoil hatter here But I think he actually quite enjoys Being the proverbial fucker in this club You know, like I I don't don't know if you ever watched the thick of it, but there's a wonderful section where, um, one of the political parties starts like shitting themselves because they're up for election. The elections are coming, and in order to actually get them to be electable, they deploy a consultant that was just just known as the fucker. And so the little tin pot guy, like fucking five foot guy, nothing like that, just comes in, big suit on him, thinks he's fucking brilliant, and just like commands around. But there's such a fear factor over the fucker that. Matter it could have been like a massive seven foot giant colossus, but it's not. It's a little guy, it's a half-point guy in a suit. And I think Ragnick is enjoying that role in a sense where he knows he's already got a job. He knows he's sorted. He's gonna get paid millions to be a consultant. No not matter how many times he's consulted, he's already paid up. He is sorted for life. So he can just say things at like press conferences and go, you know I think uh, Jesse Lingard will be leaving the club in the summer. You know, I think you no, know, I think no Paul Popper has played his last game for Man United. Yes, no, I agree. I think we need um we need to improve in all areas. Uh, goalkeeper is quite good though, which is something. And you're like, yeah, no, we don't need three or four new players in the summer. We need about ten. Like, fucking, like, if you're someone above him, you're going like, should we shut him up or is this good metrics? Like, <laughs> like they're probably not shutting him up because they're so they're trending on Twitter and go, oh, that that that's good, isn't it? We, we're trending. Is that that Maguire's trending. They must like him, right? What what, what what's a bomb? What, bomb threat? What? You know, like it's, it, it also makes, doesn't um, ring true in a sense where the gag pressing thing has already gone out of fashion at that point because Jurgen Klopp was the forerunner of the heavy metal football and over time changed it to a controlling type of play where you can go up the gears as much as you want once you're in control of the ball. That's why he hired the likes of Fabinho and Thiago. They're not gag impression players, they are controlling players. That's what they do. You know, and the stuff like, you know, using the fullbacks and so forth. Again, it's not necessarily a married-to-gegan pressing, but everyone presses in that team. Like, right next, like, style of football is already at a date. So when Ten Hag comes in, what's his style? Like, like, his style has been kind of described more like the Van Halesk, like, Dutch ultimate football. So now you're going to go back to a possession-based system, which you don't have well, right I now. think
1: Ten Hag, oh. dude, Ten Hag is, like, uh, he's been described as, like, pass and move with pressing.
0: Passive movement a lot of movement, off the ball movement is what has been described, which is fair enough because that's the Ajax
2: team all over. It's
1: fair enough, it's fair enough, but you're not gonna yeah. get this te- you're not gonna get this current United you know, team to fucking do that. No.
2: Who on that really team's
1: good. gonna do that? Lingard's not gonna do that, he's outdoor. Yeah. You know, um he's just not he doesn't want to be there. You know, it don't want him.
2: Mm. So
1: unless Ten Hag turns around to him and goes, I will start you every single game, you are healthy. You know, he's out. Um fuck it, who else is there? Rashford is a fucking shadow of himself. Yeah. Again, as we said before, like Ronaldo, can you just cannot build your team around him? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Fernandez, all right, then fine, but he's such a wanton, huge ego. Is he going to do that? No, maybe, maybe it depends on who's around him. If he doesn't like or respect the people around him, like you know, he's only he's only being kept in line now because he's up against an even bigger ego in Ronaldo. Yeah. Um. You know, the own probably the only person on that team outside of maybe De Gea that he respects, because he's like Ronaldo's done everything. He's an exceptional player, and he sees week in week out De Gea saving that team's fucking bacon, left, right, and center. <laughs> to the point where he's the best hit played, best paid player on the team almost. Yeah. Um, so like, the, he's only got two people there. Like, you know, a goalkeeper can't really influence very much the mindset of an attacking midfielder in the middle of a game. So when yeah. Ronaldo goes fucks off next season, what's going to happen to Fernandez? Is that ego is going to run rampant? That ego is going to grow like fucking Akira, and just fucking swamp <laughs> the fucking pitch. Yeah. It's going to swamp the fucking pitch, and it's going to consume everything. It's good, It's going to be terrible. And Ten Hag needs to keep that in fucking check. And I don't, yeah. I don't think he can because he he doesn't deal with egos like that. He doesn't deal with like horrendous no. shit like this. Then you you go further back. Then you've got midfield. What's he going to do with Murray? You might have something to do with McTominay, but McTominay is just running around hatchet jobbing everybody out of it. The fact that he just gets away, with it's the only reason why he's not been fucking red carded more times than anybody else. I, I think it's, it's because like they keep looking at him. As Fred as is up. useless. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right. Hey, all right. Funny enough, like Fred is meant to be like the right knit player, and like he doesn't even get in the squads. So like, mm. <laughs> what else you do? Like you know. It can win. But I see your point. Like it, it's in a way where, it, it, in a way, I think actually would have been better off if Wrighton was in charge for another year, just so he can like just like just push all the EOs out. But like, how much damage would that do in that year? Because let's let's face it, like, you know, United are the perhaps the the least fave fancy to get top four, and if results don't go their way, say if they lose against Arsenal and West Ham beat Chelsea, West Ham are sixth. Like, like, West Ham are, are in the, now back in the hunt for Champions League football while still also being in the Europa League. Wolves, if they win their game in hand, uh, which I granted is against Man City, they're in the hunt for a Champions League, which is bizarre to fucking say. You know, they, like, this is the, again, I know this is between Arsenal and Spurs, but the fact that the Man United are now looking over their shoulder and thinking, oh no, West Ham, who, let's be a it, are a much more competently run team at the moment compared to us. I'm sorry, who's the guy in charge? the guy that we sacked off at the start of all this fucking like, pre- pretense. The fucking irony of that. <laughs> it's almost like if they give a man a chance to build a team and recruit the right p- people and don't let go of your best players, you have a good team. I'm shocked. I am personally shocked to hear that.
1: Well, not that shocked.
0: No, that, no <laughs> okay. I, there was a dramatic pause. But, so let's change tack then, we, we, we've given about Manchester United enough and, uh, and to be fair we could spend the rest of the night just like laughing at Harry Maguire but um, we'll change tack anyway and uh, we'll talk about the uh, Merseyside shall we? We'll talk about Liverpool <laughs> and Everton. So uh, obviously um, Liverpool came up with a conversation quite a while, we're on a serious run of form right now um, and I think we are perhaps the best place in a long long time to do the quadruple. Now, I have not spoke, spoken about the quadruple for fear of jinxing the fuck out of it. Don't mention Zafar. So, so I will I will continue not to mention the war. but what I will say is that um it's been a long time since I've seen this this team playing so smoothly, you know. Um a lot of it has to do with, with Luis Diaz coming in. Um in a sense where like he still hasn't really bedded into the league. But if he is this good now, imagine how good he will be when he does, you know like he is having that sort of transformative effect on the squad and on the team that Salah had when he came in first, you know, when Salah had that break of pace, he'd always play. he always scored a similar type of goal where he'd sit on the shoulder, break through the line and just tap in every single time. Diaz is scoring a similar, a similar type of goals in a sense where he'll receive the ball from early on. He'll dribble, he'll slide past and he'll either drill home or he'll pass whatever it is. But Also, if he is so good at the shadow run, which he is, he's already in space ready for the shot as it's coming in, which is a skill that, like, you know, takes a bit of coaching, but it's also just a good instinct of a footballer. He knows what his role is before he even has to speak English, which I think is incredible. He doesn't have a word of English at all. He has to be translated (laughs) to Thiago. So he's like trying to speak like like, pigeon English essentially to a Senegalese, an Egyptian, a Portuguese, and a Brazilian, and they all click like fucking West Side Story. It's ridiculous. And what I love about it is that everything that's coming from this Liverpool team is just like a certain level of excellence that like, I wouldn't say expecting, but you can expect of a team that could win everything. And I was even actually saying this before the podcast, in a year that Liverpool could win literally every competition they're competing in, Manchester United could be out of Europe And everything get relegated. There's actually we can just stop being Liverpool fans now because we just had the perfect year. (laughs) That that, that season cannot get any better. You've won everything. Everything are relegated. United are shit. Just just quit with your heads. Just just fucking go. Just go support Fulham now. Be be done with it. Like go follow someone else because you've won everything. Like that's the reality has bent to your will at that point. (laughs) It's like a fucking football manager save at that stage, you know. but yeah, like it, it, it's it, it's a nice run of form helps out with the fact that we've we we marked off Man City in the semi final, which I'm so happy with, um, because of the nature of the goals. But it's also the fact that like you know we've actually beat the fuckers this season. Um, but I, I will pose a question to you, Neil, and uh, seeing that you are a, a man of football for many years yourself, um, <laughs> does it make a difference if Liverpool beat FA, beat Man City in the FA Cup semi final? Do you think it makes a difference psychologically, or it's just one extra game for Liverpool, and so be it for Man City?
2: Mm,
1: depends. I think the managers definitely want it just to be another game. Mm. Um I don't know. Like, City can rotate a serious amount of fucking A listers in and out of that midfield. So I think in Liverpool have a far more rigid kind of structure. So I think it'll matter psychologically more to Liverpool to win. Mm. rather than will to City because City seem almost more drone-like than anything else so yeah no. Mm. I, to be honest with you, I think both teams are just like, no, we're going to take it one one game at a time, you know that's how the, the manager will be beating that into them like Pep will be doing that, Klopp will be doing that as well, it's the best way of doing it, Yeah, one game at a time, doesn't matter, fuck it we don't care, FA Cup doesn't matter it's just another game doesn't just another game, just another game, just another game. Like just keep it that way. Tunnel vision, this shit. Um. So I suppose, yeah. I mean, it'll matter psychologically to the players, but the managers will definitely be fucking bringing down the kibosh on anything like that.
0: Yeah, I think it's a fair point. Because I'm even looking at the end of the season where there is only one point in the in the league uh, battle, and essentially both teams had to win all their games in order to win. Which is the bizarre proposition because we've been here before.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: where people have been going like, "Oh, these two want a massive win streak. They can't do it all. They can't sustain this," and they do. And it was like the levels that both of these teams are for- pushing themselves to is absolutely surreal. To the extent where I think it's kind of making an embarrassment of everyone else around the world, let alone anything else. Because you know, every now and then, Munich will have a stinker and lose a home a home game to a to a lesser side, or PSG can make hard work of league mm-hmm. on and. Like you know, the least we can say about Barcelona and Real Madrid the better at this stage, but um, I think it's it, it's it's a be interesting part of the season because it's at this point where it is is actively a showdown between the, the three the two clubs. They push themselves. This is very much like similar like to a Barcelona Real level where they were both Galacticos and they were both fighting on on both like domestic and international fronts. So, like you could argue, like the first draw was the. The first win, if you would like, was the FA Cup, and then you still have the Premier League to work. But then you've also got the Champions League, which is another layer on top of that. It is entirely feasible we will have a Man City versus Liverpool final.
1: And well, that depends. I mean, City are the ones we have to face off against Real. You know, yeah, that's the. Nobody nobody seems to have informed Kareem Benzema that Real are fucking shit, nor Luka Modric. He's decided, well, yeah, I'll. You know, I'm actually kind of good at this ball thing. I think I'll do that. And then, but, you know, Modric, when he's on it, fucking hell, like, mm. that's a player. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, you know, it depends. It, but, like, in the league, like, who have they got left? They've got Wofford, should beat them. Should. Uh, Leeds, Newcastle. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Hammers and Villa. Now, do you also have
0: Wolves. Wolves have to be slotted in there as well. And I believe that to be the banana skin of yeah. that. That That's the one that they need to do word about, because again, Wolves have a very good track record against Man City, Man City, but it's also the case that this is also a very attritional like um, Wolves team where my games are typically 1-0, 2-0, 2-1, whatever it is. It's narrow. It's a tight, it's a tight fixture. So I, I do believe that that's going to be an issue at some point. I, I don't know even when it's actually being fit in because with the Champions League and so forth. No, far, it's
1: not been scheduled yet, yeah.
0: Yeah. But so, um,
1: like, but even then, like you're, you're saying like Wolves are their banana skin. You've got Spurs. Yes. Uh, and you've got Chelsea. Oh no, that's the FA Cup. FA Cup, yeah. And you've got Wolves would, yourselves.
0: We do. We do have it on the final day. Now, yeah. um, I would out of that lot, I would identify Spurs as our... Banana peel, yeah. Quite honestly, um, because they gave us a fucking great game last time. Um, I don't recall if we beat them or not. I think we, I don't think we did. Actually, it was a draw. It was a two-all draw. Um, that was when Conte was in charge. It was a great game, fucking massively open game. Um, but a lot, a lot of change in that time. Whereas this was like you know a, a Spurs side that were actively trying their best. Uh, now they've been bolted their squad with Kudeleski who has been a revelation in my opinion. That they can, they must do whatever they can to try and sign him permanently and whereas with us we've done the same thing we have a full strength squad Thiago's starting to tune to really fucking orchestrate the play team as he was expected to and then you have Luis Diaz on top of that so I think that out out of that run in Spurs is definitely the one that can take points off as the most likely to anyway the rest of them I think are are relatively I say relatively straightforward but it could go any way either way like because um, we still have to face a Hampton, we still have to face uh, Villa uh, away. A lot of like, I wouldn't say tricky tricky
1: away games. I don't know, think like, so. I think I think you. I think it's the same banana skin. I think Wolves will do it. You know, I think yeah. Wolves are and also another banana skin for you. Potentially, if you're a banana yeah. Banana skin and for City. They're definitely one for you. You know.
0: Yeah. No, that's a fair point. Because I don't know when that Wolves game is going to be scheduled. It could be like the second last or the third last game. So it yeah. depends on where they're they're being slotted in. Um. Because like I said, we have to have the Santa game rescheduled as well uh, because of the FA Cup. So who knows how that's going to play out as well. Uh, either way, it's it's, it's a fascinating run in um, and that's just the Premier League. The Champions League is still a, a proposition of it itself. So let's talk about that then, Neil, shall we? Uh, mm-hmm. We'll get to the point of the, of the podcast. Um, fair, to say, fair to say, were you expecting Villarreal to make it to the semi-finals?
1: I was not, no. Um, Neither was I. I don't think anybody else was. um And fair fucks to them, you know, they've they've really they've just been brilliant, (laughs) they've really Mm -hmm. just grounded out and just done their job, and fair fucks to them you know, I mean get into the Champions League semi-final, you can't begrudge them anything Um, yeah, they've Mm -hmm. just been really, really fucking good, you know Um, yeah, just happy to see you well done
0: it, it, it is always nice to have a Champions League where someone the likes of a Villarreal Real get in there because it's 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 only the the underdog, the proverbial underdog getting getting to the to the top four, the last four rather. Um and yeah, it is nice. I, I truly wasn't expecting them to beat Bayern Munich, but like they, they were there were good value for that for that result, especially in the in the away tie, you know. Um like like Bayern Munich, I think really let themselves down um to the extent where even if I think if you did manage to get through that group, like I would like totally fancy chances against them
1: because system wise, it didn't look right. You know, it was it was a haven't been playing afraid. well this season, yeah. they really just haven't. Lewandai seems way off the boil. Mm. Um they just no, they have not been good at all. Like even yeah. in the Bundesliga, I'm mean, like, obviously, they're just gonna win it, they always do, but it's just like to the point like to the point where they're considering a playoff system for the Bundesliga title because it's just ridiculous. But, yeah. No, they've just been, no, they've not been at it at all. And uh, Real took full, full advantage. Fair play. Yeah. It it actually just goes to show you sometimes
0: like, and we've said this before about, you know, Emery generally, like he, he seems to switch it on for, for for competitions like that, knockout style uh, competitions. Like, if anyone, you can always beat someone on their day, and that's 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 further proof of it. But I've got to tell you, sometimes if you have the good setup, if you have a good tactic, it, like he can be anybody, you know. And I've always said about Emery, like he can, he makes tactical switches on the fly very very well. I like, mean, even said that when he was at Arsenal, mm-hmm. um, and that that skill really comes into play in the knockout stages. The trouble with that is you're also going up against the side and a manager who is equally as good in knockout <laughs> stages almost mute, like, supremely so like I think that there's a crazy stat attached to club to teams that they like more or less like win I think it's like 90% of the knockout games mm. I can't remember it's It's something absolutely surreal like that and, and that's between combined with Dortmund and, and, and Liverpool and it's a remarkable stat and it just goes to show you the, the quality that's there um, in the coaching side and the tactical side it, it it makes for a very spicy semi-final, but like you you'll have to forgive me if I'm not gonna also be keeping an eye on the, the Real matches City match because there's two very interesting stories going on there. You know, with Man City, they were there before last season, they let's face it, fucked it up um by losing it to Chelsea. Um but also to Real Madrid. Like this is a Carlo ancelotti Real Madrid side. So, like in a lot of years, that's just enough to win the Champions League because it's Real Madrid, yeah. and Carlo Ancelotti, and that's what they do. But again, it's a different feel this year because no matter what happens, like Real Madrid, if they do face Liverpool in the final, like Liverpool are probably favourites in that term, in that final, which is the first time in a long time I can actually say that. You know, even in even the year we made the final, um, the carriers final, if you want to call it that, yeah. Um, yeah. Like we were not favorites. We were we were definitely not on to win, even though we had shown the best form and we were like absolutely demolishing the competition at that time. This is the one, this is the season where we beat Man City like 4-0 at the Etihad and like Roma were beating 6-1, or whatever it was. It was crazy numbers, you know. We still weren't even fancied for that. So, in a way, the shoes in the other foot for Real Madrid where in a way they're slightly underrated even though they still have one of the best squads assembled in, in world football. Like, the, 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 that team exudes class compared to to the other teams in the world. And yet, are they seen to be second fiddle to Man City? Are they second fiddle to Liverpool? It, it's, it's hard to tell.
1: Yeah, it's weird. Uh, just how fucking perceptions go. It's just one of those weird things, you know? Like... <sighs> We'll see. I think. I think this'll this'll do an awful lot for their images. Like, I, I'm quite interested. Uh, to be honest with you, I think, I think it's going to be a Liverpool Real Madrid final.
0: I can definitely see if, like, I mean, this is going to be very fucking like, will books and thing to say here. But if Karen Benzema scores goals, they're going to win the champ. They go to the final. Obviously, that's no shit. But my point there is that. He is the actual difference between the two squads. Whereas Manchester City, they get the goals from anywhere. Doesn't matter who it is. Just like make shots and, and like produce XG. Whereas the ball is fed to Benzema on an almost like hourly, like minutely basis <laughs> from some of the best midfielders that are. Four uh, midfielders, four passes. I don't need to have to talk about the Modric assist each time because, quite frankly, I'd have to change my pants again. Yeah. But even outside of Modric, you've got. Isco, you've got Asensio, you've got Cruz. They're spoiled for choice in terms of assists. Vinicius
1: you know, Junior, you know
0: Vinicius Junior, Rodrigo. My God, the, the width they have is incredible. And fucking Gareth is there, like having a fucking like pina colada on a golf course. He's not needed. we <laughs> oh, doesn't we don't need him for a final anymore. We've got these guys instead. So it it, it's, it is a remarkably good good team. Um, it'll just be intriguing to see like how that match is going to go because legit, I do believe. Benzema and Modric are good enough to beat Manchester City on their own. And they're also equally good enough to win a Champions League on their own because they're just a different like level of, of, of player, individual player. They can drag a team to the final. It'll make, it'll make a difference if, say, the Man City team show up and play all around them, or likewise Liverpool team do. I would like to see a Liverpool Real final, not going to lie, because like by... Twenty second of May, whatever it is, I'm gonna really be fucking sick to death of hearing about Manchester City. So I'd like <laughs> a bit of variety, and um, and I'd like I also like their dreams to be crushed in every possible way. So that would be nice. Well, it's gonna I mean, be interesting. It really, really is because like May could be a massive month for Liverpool, but it also could be really quiet. We don't know. We'll see. Um, I do reckon Villarreal is gonna give us a good game though because they look like a very resolutely defensive team, but the width they have is is serious very, very good wingers. And wingers, we've been keeping an eye on ourselves. But they're also like not your typical cut either. They're actually now, their wingers, they stay wide as opposed to cut in now. You know, and that's kind of thrown off some teams going like, oh, they're going to cut in. Wait, what? He's crossing in? Fuck, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. <laughs> so it should be interesting anyway. And uh, yeah, well, while we're in Europe and um, the Europa League, Neil, <sighs> it's very, very interesting because we're down to four. And still within those four are West Ham and Rangers. Is it possible? Do you think it's possible for either one to win the Europa League?
1: (laughs) Well, the Hammers probably, yeah. I mean, they're definitely prioritising it. So are Rangers as well. Mm. But I think out of the draw that they've got, I think no, I don't think. I don't see Rangers getting past Leipzig. I see the Hammers beating Frankfurt. Mm. So I reckon it'll be a Leipzig West Ham final. Interesting. Which, by the way, is going to be a Corking match. That's a fucking. That's a Champions League game. It you is know? like
0: it, it could be next season. <laughs> yeah,
1: like that's a Corking fucking game. Like I'll be watching that. But yeah. um, yeah, I just I don't see rain. I'm like fair fucks to them. Like they've been really, really doing really well. Mm. Um, considering that I think the Scottish League is well, well beyond them. Um, I don't think they are win on that one. No, I think Celtic have got that.
0: Show me the table, table, table. Oh, they, they, they did. no,
1: yeah. Really, yeah. Uh, so Celtic are top with 82 points. Uh, Rangers have 76. Right. Uh, they've an equal amount of games played as well. So, <laughs> but it, they also did that kind of thing where they cut the league in half and play
0: more or less kind of like a mini, mini tourney between, yeah, the, the, the split
1: they call it. Yeah. Yeah. So really odd because like... they've only got 12 fucking teams in the Premier League.
0: Yeah, they nicked That's it off not... a different um, country system. I think it was Belgium, I think it was that they nicked it off. Mm. And Belgium was when, like, no, nah, our system's more just about playoffs. It was like, why? Yeah, funny.
1: <laughs> Belgium. Fuck it. Yeah, but fair, no, right. yeah um, fair play to them. They've really taken it so far. And I don't think anybody would have guessed they get this far in the Europa League. And fair play to them. But they're up against uh, disgustingly sugary. Drink Leipzig. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that Leipzig are a great team. I don't think they'll get further than Leipzig. Mm. I reckon it'll set up. I think Frankfurt. By the way, I think West Ham will just blast Frankfurt out of the water, and they'll just go. Yep. Um, I, I I'm
0: partially agree to that, but I, but also will draw attention to the fact that Eintracht were the teams to knock out Barcelona. So, I I know that's not great shakes considering how bad Barcelona had been, but <laughs> beating them three two at a new camp is still you know, something to
1: worry home about. You know, so True. The, They'll always the, have that, and they'll have they'll, that yeah. when they're walking. They'll, they'll always have that, and they'll have that when they're walking home <laughs> <And> <laughs> after the the second leg. Going all oh, right then, the the, the hammers fucking yeah. stuffed us.
0: Well, in, in fairness, like West Ham have been like like in the Europa League themselves. They have beaten like a series of who I would say are potential contenders to win the Europa League. You know, yeah. they have done it the hard way you know, to their credit. Now, granted, they skipped to the competition, but, like, jumping in straight away to a match against Sevilla is, uh, is, is pretty hard going. Then getting to a, a match with Leon, who, like, again, Leon not necessarily having a great domestic year, but they're still a very good squad. Beat them 4-0 on aggregate, whatever it was. Which we is incredible result. But so, to, knock, to knock out Sevilla, to knock out Leon, they could be facing Barcelona right now if Barcelona had not fucked everything up. But now they're facing a very good, well-organized and very attacking Bundesliga side, and then they might have to go into the final against a very attacking, very promising attacking
1: Bundesliga side. Yeah. So, oh no! Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I reckon like most West Ham fans would much rather Rangers than, um, hmm. Leipzig. And I think there's a lot of Scottish league snobbery kind of into that. But pff, hmm. if I was a Hammers fan, yeah, give me Rangers every day of the week. I don't want fucking. I want to be playing Leipzig yeah fair point
0: and, and I, I think it, it, it sets up such an intriguing thing for what happens next to West Ham because again with the, with the Windats they are officially a Champions League team which means I'm fairly sure something from the Nostradamus book of like spells kicks in at that point and we all turn into fish or something do you, do you, know what that's, do you know what the curse is now? I can't remember what
1: it is <laughs> I think the whole of our reality will dissolve and it'll just be replaced with the words level 2 Jesus <laughs> I, 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 I'm not ready for level 2 Jesus I'm not not in
0: shape for that, <coughs> um, yeah. David David Moyes in the Champions League, pot one.
1: I'd love to say, no, that. no,
0: I, I had to say it out loud just in case something did fall apart. But I think we're good, <laughs> but um, but on merit as well, that's this, this is the beautiful part.
1: They deserve yeah, it, yeah. They've been really, really good, they've deserved yeah. it. They, I can't fault them, like, hmm. can't really laugh at them, but you Know, I can't fault them either. You know, oh, so.
0: that's exactly yeah. And I mean, if we, if we want to talk about the UCL or the ECL, I should say, and um, the first ever ECL to book yourselves a trip to Albania, and um, because that's where the final is, um, and <laughs> you, you have a choice of either Foreign Order Marseille, Lesser City, or Roma. The fact that, like, the, the, there is a genuine like scrap between Brendan Rogers and Jose Mourinho, and just no
1: one of us have noticed
0: because it's the third tier competition. It's like,
1: and also, yeah. it's not an actual scrap between them. Get the two of them in a boxing ring, I'll fucking watch that shit. We've all seen Brendan <laughs> Rogers' workout videos, you
2: know? Get, you him, in there. get him in
1: there, get me him me in that fucking ring. Like, if it was actually the two of them going at each other, then yeah, I'd watch it. But like, it's the conference thing, like, I don't give a fuck. Fuck, man. Sorry, it's not snobbery. It's just it's, it's, why? Why the fuck off?
0: It, it's oh. not for them. It's not for them. It's for smaller clubs like Leicester. I don't know. Well, at least they get into the Europa League if they win. Eh? Uh, uh, yeah. There you go. Like but um, yeah. That's um. That's I suppose that's kind of a roundup. Oh well, you know we still have some time, Neil. Um. I think it's the best time that um, we take a kind of moment to reflect on uh, some of the sort of people that we've lost on this Premier League season, and um, you know, I, I just thought of, like maybe you might have some of, uh, some words to say about uh, about some of the great one of the great servants of the Premier League who is now gone uh, very shockingly, very suddenly, and and I don't think we're ever expecting to go really, and um, but it's fair to say that worms all across the world now are going to feel a lot more safer now that Sean Dyche is dead and. Um, so
1: Neil, and um, talk us about what on Dice. I think makes they're going to be fail safe, safe. He's now unleashed. He's he's now free to roam. I'm like it was only worms in and around Burnley that had to worry about him, but now now we like all worms are freaking out. It's like oh my god, they've uncaged the beast. Beast like. But yeah, I mean, Jonathan Liu did a great article about it. It's like Dice gave us the gift of peak Burnley, and for that we should thank him. Um, <laughs> not really sure I. I am fascinated
0: to see what the definition of <laughs> Pete Burnley is, but I have a feeling I know what it is.
1: <laughs> yeah, but the funny thing is, is that the, I think the most poignant one is the photo caption, which is, "He leaves Burnley with both his reputation and integrity intact," which is quite a rare thing to do in football. Mm. Um, yeah. So, ah, he was the right man for the that team. Like he was mm. Burnley, like he was Burnley personified. So I'm like. I, I don't know what they're thinking. Like, I don't know where. Like, I do get the very... Even if, season. even if they stay up, even if they yeah. stay up, even if what, the, their, their knee-jerk reaction works out, they fuck themselves in the future. Like, mm-hmm. who's going to take over that team and, and do well, anything with it? <clears throat> it supposedly, um, the
0: Ozon favourites and uh, widely tipped is Chris Wilder, apparently. Um, that is apparently the man they're going after because... uh. The Borough press are convinced he's leaving, um, and uh, they don't. I think even they're worried that the, the, the promotion chase they have on is now going to get distracted because Burnley are coming knocking, and um, which again is is not really a surprise in a sense because like Borough, they have an outside chance realistically speaking, but they still have a chance, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it, it, I think the timing was very very strange. I think it it goes without saying, um, and the fact that they have kind of cobbled up a coaching staff of the kind of the under 23s manager and Ben me as the coaching staff, I think is, just Frankensteined like, it together. Yeah. Like that's exactly okay. what it was. It's a case. Like so we need someone to take charge. Give it to me. Well, give it to you. No, give it to Ben, Ben me. Oh, all right. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, 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 it's so strange. Well, I can't deny it's worked. <laughs> they won the last two games. <laughs> it's it's so strange. Um, football's weird. It really fucking is. That a managerless Burnley, rudderless Burnley,
1: with Ben Mee at the helm, could relegate Everton. Um, well, to but, not what, is, that's not really a difficult thing to do because this Everton are pretty much like just basically begging to get relegated. They're begging for the round between the eyes that's going to finish them fucking off, you know, like they're handing people spare fucking clips of ammunition to do it with. Like, you know, it's just, <laughs> it's not, it's just, it's not a hard shot to take. It's just who takes that shot, who, who takes pity enough on them to put them out of fucking misery. Yeah. But with like Dice, like, you know, who's going to do that job? Like, Dice had to rebuild that squad and the fucking budget of about like, 10 bob and a pickled egg, you know. Um, its owners are currently low, the, the owners are loading the club up with debt, yes. It's like, asset stripping the club, no less, absolutely. After like that, that's a club that's literally on fire and they're asking him to paint the walls, yeah, you know. And now they've gotten rid of them, and they're like trying to get somebody else in to come clean the windows. <laughs> it's like, hang on, the thing's still on fire, pal, you know. Did you realize yeah. that? So, the thing is it's that, like. They're just a cash poor, small town club in a fucking shark no, infested waters. Oh, <laughs> They're going somewhere else with that.
0: But uh, yeah, to your point. I, like, it ironic enough, like if if everything does go to the pop with Everton, I couldn't think of a better manager to take over from Lampard than Sean Dyche. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that that works. I'm thinking like Sean Dyche and Everton. That's a really good combination. Like, it's weird. Like. It's as belt and braces as it gets Which is probably what Everton needs right now Rather than like someone like Lampard Who comes in trying to be
1: metropolitan When he kind of needs to be belt and braces You know Yeah pretty much I mean Just going back over that Jonathan Liu article Which is just Mm. wonderful Um, He's like All of which simply embellishes The sparkling visceral miracle Of Peak Burnley The house that Sean built A team that felt like a doomed Historical artefact Almost from the moment It came into existence (laughs) And for all all the condescension And metropolitan snobbery There was a real beauty to Peak Burnley Perhaps not the classical beauty of perfect curves And marble nudes But the industrial beauty of order and function Harmony and collective effort Eleven, moving as one (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you
0: know, fuck it It, It's nice to know that uh, Sean has resonated so well With certain football writers, isn't it? (laughs) Like, this is genuine Sean Dyche
1: poetry you're reading out there. That is like, that is like Burnley erotica. That's it. I'm like, it goes on. Like, he's like, but it's hard to imagine there will ever be another elite team so thoroughly of its place, composed so overwhelmingly of British and Irish players playing in such distinctively local football. It's fine to be all happy or sad about this, by the way, or perhaps as binary as Dyche himself, tapping his toes to fool's gold as he contemplates a career of championship rescue jobs. (laughs) Would he'd be really good at <laughs> Yes he would Yes yeah. So They take their They take their place Alongside Pulis' Stoke Allardyce's Bolton And Lee's Charlton Oh
0: I would love to see A mini tournament Of them <laughs> Wait hang on Hang on
1: No we have to We have
0: to answer this question We have to answer You're Like, like a kung fu time. tribute To football Right no, no, we, have a, we have a couple of minutes Before we're time We can answer this question Right So uh, Let's let's put them in a, into a group Shall we Right So we've got um, Sean Dyches Burnley right? Yeah Okay we put them We lumped them in there right So let me jump into the championship here and Let me see if some resonates right So we have uh, ooh. Okay right I've got some for you Neil right So we've got Sean Dyches Burnley Yeah Chris yeah. Wilder Sheffield United <laughs> Right Neil Warnock's Middlesbrough When he wasn't Charged at the club um, Mark Hughes' QPR. Mark Hughes. All right. Okay. Um, uh, ooh, here's a left field one. Uh, Swansea City, managed by, let's just say, um, Gary Monk. All right. That's right in there, right? Then we've got, yeah, Tony Pulis' of Stoke City. Um, Malky Mackay's Cardiff City. Mm-hmm. You know, one there for, uh, for all the fil- filthy birds in the, in the audience. Um and let's throw in a few there. Steve Cottrell's Reading. There was uh, a good one mentioned there, Lee's Charlton. Kirbersley's Charlton, yeah, that's a good one. Um, ooh, I've even got better ones there. Um, Gus Poyet's Sunderland. They were actually decent enough, to see him. They were very exactly. That's the, that, it gets you thinking going fuck they were good. <laughs> 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 Oh god, this is terrible. Um, but yeah, like, like imagine them. Like, I think we should just put them in their own league, shouldn't we? Like, just to just to see what happens. To them. Like, it, it could be like the football and Grim Mad Max.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it actually have to take place in the Thunderdome. Yeah,
0: like literally, it would just be a game of like, oh, jeez, of course, how could I forget? Roberto Martinez's has Wigan Athletic, oh. FA Cup winners. Neil, come on, let's put some respect in the fucking name here. This is I the people of these that my clubs. name. Like this 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 wigan team won the FA Cup against Man City because of Ben Watson. Like, come on, people. That this is the fill in the blanks here. How could like surely this Wigan team beats all those other teams? They have for one, they won a cup.
1: <laughs> yes, they did. They did win a cup. I guess you it. Give it to them on that. On that parameters alone, they have won something. And the rest of the map.
0: They've won the, the house tournament? Like, do we even have a name for this?
1: Ooh. I don't know. It's kind of like the fucking destruction derby of football. Yeah,
0: it is, isn't it? It's, like, it's, it, it's, it's kind of like the uh, EU footballs. It's like the, the anti-football derby. That's what it was. Mm. The ones where, like, everyone doesn't want to play them, but yet they just cannot look away. Either way, in this like kind of fantasy realm I have these teams playing in, someone does get killed by a Rory Delap
1: long throw. And I feel that's like natural. Like, I'm actually surprised it hasn't happened already.
0: I mean, it probably has, to be honest. we It was
1: covered up by big football.
0: <laughs> <laughs> big football, okay? There's no such thing as a long throw-in. They're all real throw-ins. fell throw Shut the fuck up. There's no such thing as a foul throw-in. Girl conspiracy. It only happens in women's football. And if anyone asks... We man, those emotional women. (laughs) Oh man, if we were podcasting last week, Burp, I was going to have quite a lot of time to talk about Kenny Shields. Fucking hell, Mm -hmm. and yeah, he's still manager of that squad. (sighs) you respect the guy like that? (laughs) He apparently is the kings of his keys of his own kingdom. Mm -hmm. And Jesus, yeah, that's uh, that's quite something. And yeah. What a weird note to end this on. So it's like, you know, we were talking about like football and the goal. like, yeah, no, women are emotional, more emotional than men. We have no evidence <laughs> to back it up. We have no evidence to back it up, but it's a scientific fact. If the northern if the northern Irish manager says so, then who are we to disagree with him? <laughs> That's facts now. It's essentially canon. Yeah. We did say we everything we say in this podcast is true. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, uh, we are going to leave you here uh, on this uh, on this uh, sor- solemn note. Um, do you have anything positive to say? Let's let's let, let's, let the move before we go. Have you got anything positive to say about Arsenal? Do you like
1: do you like football? Um, we'll see you after tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we can no, both be having a very lovely time after this week. I haven't had a I haven't had a lot to like about football. But by God, it's been a while since it's given me a fucking genuine heart attack. I don't think I'm going to survive till the end of this season. Um, I think a lot of Spurs fans will be with me on that one as well. They'll be like, I'm not living till the end of this one. It is going to go down to the wire. And, you know, the league have got their wish that North London Derby, if the results pan out like they hope Mm -hmm. it will, that North London Derby is literally going to be winner takes all. Uh, It's going to be all on the line. Fuck man, that's probably going to be the most fucking violent <laughs> North London derby in recent years. Like, they're going to be guys getting sent off in the tunnel. Uh, you know,
0: I get this same feeling, and maybe it's because like the league's been so for both of them. They might just both teams just have a lie down. <laughs> it's just like just lay down flat on the pitch. Go no, just uh, <laughs> they've, all, they've all just shut down and reset
1: this factory. Exactly. Sideways. Well, they just. Pipe whoosha out of the fucking PA speakers or something like that.
0: Just just putting any in to calm everyone down.
1: Yeah, exactly. Bash <laughs> out Orinoco flow while somebody two foot somebody. Um. Yeah. No. It's it's good. Um. I don't know. Just football is just football. It's just <laughs> you know it's still just fucking crazy. It's yeah. still mental and really 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 hoping we just finally put pay to Manchester United tomorrow we need to stuff them we absolutely have to absolutely trash them
0: you you do Um, realise if you do somehow lose to Manchester United you have betrayed football you do understand that (laughs)
1: No, we've betrayed ourselves, which is unfortunately. No, no, you betrayed all of us. You've got all of us It's there. unfortunately something that we're quite uh used to and have done and have a track record of.
0: You really shouldn't be used to it to be honest. Like, I mean, like, oh no,
1: man, you, you get used to the pain, you know. <laughs> it's the hope that really? kills you.
0: <laughs> That's not a, being an Arsenal fan, I don't know what is, but uh
1: nevertheless, uh, we are
0: going to leave it here on that very uh uh note. I don't even know what the adjective I can use for that. But, uh, Doom notes. Doom. Was- Doom notes. Yes, there you go. That's what you want. So uh, when we come back, hopefully it'll be a bit more of a run into the Premier League. We will should have maybe an idea of who's winning. There's still only a point in it. And uh, we will know uh, how the semi-finals of the Champions League is going on. Um, we may even know have an idea of how the finals playing out. So we'll be t- discussing that amongst other topics, I'm sure, it will come in the meantime. But for now, Neil, thank you very much for your company tonight. As always, it's a pleasure talking to you uh, and uh, and everyone else uh, regarding the uh, footballing world. But uh, for now, we're going to leave you on this note. Uh, thank you very much for listening yourselves at home. Uh, by all means, uh, give us a follow on our Spotify account. We can listen to all of our football podcasts. So listen back to our back catalogue and show how wrong we are. We'd love to hear from you. Um, <laughs> But, uh, and, and if so, then by all means, uh, follow us. Yeah, at which, by the way, uh, we're, we're actually fully aware of how wrong we are.
1: We just, we are, yeah, yeah, like yeah. you know, like we're, we're it, it's to the we're, yeah. we the metrics, we get it, yeah, yeah. You don't <laughs> have to keep reminding us, ma'am. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but while you're there, by all means, follow us at Fundy Matters LP on our socials, uh, Twitter and elsewhere. So you can keep an eye on everything that we're doing outside of the podcast. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're on the road to 5,000 subs, lads. And uh, going by the rate of Sex Pests subscribing, it, it might be quicker than we think. But uh, we'll go from there. Hopefully you are a real person and you'd like to subscribe to our channel. We'd be very much grateful for that because a lot of them are mostly Sex Pests, I'll be honest. But um, <laughs> but for now, uh, out of all of that, apart from Sex Pests, all of that
2: was Liquid Football. <laughs> Although there is a lot of sex press in football, to be fair.